never miss the water till your well runs dry. You never miss your turner till he says goodbye. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, December the 7th. Happy Pearl Harbor Day. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel. I'm doing pretty well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from New York City in New York State. Uh, My hot take tonight has to do with the uh, baseball winter meetings, the the general manager winter meetings, which have been going on this week in um, San Diego. And I think they're done today, right? Isn't today the last day? I don't know. Don't know. Okay. Um, so anyway, my hot take is, is that this year at the winter meetings, I feel like there's just been so many more um, uh, deals happening than usual. I sent you a text about this. I feel like nothing used to happen at the winter meetings and that this year there's just been so much happening at the winter meetings. And my theory is, my hot take is, is that Major League Baseball is going to try over the next couple of years to make the winter meetings um, into an exciting enough thing that they can monetize them through television something or other oh i like so it. that's that's interesting i predict my hot take is is that you know five years from now they'll the winter meetings will in some way be televised yeah um so you heard it here first folks. yes that's a really good hot take i want to give you props because last week you we'll talk about this in a minute you called that players are going to get paid this free agency right. And we're definitely yeah, seeing I could that. smell it. Yeah. But to your yeah, overpaid, I believe yeah, is what I said. Definitely overpaid. Um, but to your hot take this week, I think you're absolutely right. Because that's what the NFL especially has done over the last couple of years. Is that they've made their, with the draft. Yeah. Yeah. With the draft, with everything. Like their entire offseason has become a huge media sensation. The NBA and basketball has also done this. I don't think to the degree that the NFL has done, um, but I think they're still doing it where they're trying to monetize the offseason. My question is... I mean, you know... Go ahead. The NBA, like when LeBron James decided to change teams that was an hour-long espn special and that was like 14 years ago now or something yep yeah that guy's been around for a long time now um yeah i had another point because right all these all these leagues are trying to make their season last 12 months a year how do you feel we also just had the first ever MLB lottery draft this week? Right. I like that. 
Yeah. Um, I like the lottery system. It kind of is a step towards not tanking, I think. Mm -hmm. um, it does suck for those teams that are always the worst, though. Why? Well, because they won't get as good picks necessarily. <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat> no, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, all right, let's circle back to this because we got a lot of free agency talk to talk about. Uh, hey, everybody. My name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take. Uh, Sam, you know I love college football, right? Yep. I'm, I'm waiting. Inexplicably. Inexplicably, I love college football. My hot take is, Sam, there are too many fucking college football bowl games. There uh. are too many. There's 41 this year, okay? Wow. There's 41 college football games. So 41 times 2 means that 82 out of 131 college football teams get to technically go to the postseason like well more than half well more than half right what's eight thirteenths like that's 60 percent at least at least yeah uh way too many bowl games um and let me give me a second i'm gonna pull up because some of them are fucking ridiculous let's look at this i i I've been, because my other hot take, this isn't a hot take, this is just Joel oversharing his morning routine on the internet. When I take my morning shit, I, like, love to look at college football bowl games or, like, standings. I, like, I get really into, like, obscure college football stats. And that's my morning shit routine, right? Uh so we got we got some great bowl games. Let me pull up a couple here for you. Um, the Camellia Bowl, Buffalo six and six versus six and six Georgia Southern. Um, the Bahamas Bowl from the Bahamas, six and six Alabama Birmingham. Versus six and six Miami Ohio. The lending, See, but that sounds like a sick bowl game, though. Why? Because in the Bahamas. In, in the Bahamas, yeah. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so, like, but like, who who's gonna like be? If I'm at Alabama Birmingham, I'm like shooting for six and six in the Bahama Bowl. <laughs> that's what you're going for. That's what like that's what I'm going for. <laughs> Uh, like forget the national championship played in like freaking Texas somewhere probably <laughs> some terrible part of Texas I don't know where this game is played the lending tree bowl between five and seven rice and six and six southern Mississippi like you're under 500 and you get to go to a fucking bowl game that's ridiculous yeah. It makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. My Oregon Ducks, after they shat the bed at the end of the season, they're going to the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. 
to play North Carolina, which is kind of a weird matchup for that one. The other thing, okay, my other hot take, one thing I like about college football bowl games is that like half of them were named after mortgage companies. The Guaranteed Rate Bowl, the Relier Quest Bowl, oh, the Cheez-It Bowl, that's a good one, named after the delicious snack, the Cheez-Its, the Gasparilla Bowl, the First Responder Bowl, and the greatest bowl game of all. Actually, I fucking love this bowl game. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl from Boise. In Idaho, I hope. It's, yep, sponsored by the state of Idaho and their famous potatoes. And that's going to be between San Jose State and Eastern Michigan. So, bowl season is upon us. Uh, The actual college football playoff is Michigan versus Texas Christian University in the Fiesta Bowl, and Ohio State versus Georgia in the Peach Bowl. So the winners of those two games will play in the national championship. All right. Yep, it'll, it'll be good. I mean, that'll be good. The college football is also about to expand to a 12-team playoff in two years. Okay. So they'll have one more year of a 14-team playoff, and then they will expand to 12 teams, which will be interesting. And it'll also mean that we'll have college football up until the end of January, which I am personally skeptical about. I mean, at the end of the day, they're still getting free labor. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know how I feel about that. But go Ducks. I will watch maybe half of these 41 bowl games. I'll I'll let you know. I'll text you constantly how uh, Alabama, Birmingham, and Miami, Ohio are doing Western Kentucky versus South Alabama. Marshall versus Connecticut. These are terrible matchups. I want to give a shout out to everyone who has been listening to our podcast. We got a bunch of listens last week. Thank you. I appreciate you. Sam, I got suspended from Twitter again. Yeah, you did. God damn it. Why? I, I need you to stop telling me to threaten a famous conservatives on Twitter. I didn't tell you to threaten famous conservatives, Jill. I told you not to threaten famous <laughs> conservatives. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I told you. So if you listen to this podcast, uh, the dump on the um, Twitter handle has been suspended for at least 24 hours. Hopefully I get it back. Um, Shout out to Justin. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. He wanted to come on this podcast to talk about baseball free agency, but I have no fucking way to contact him now. So, sorry, Justin. Uh, (laughs) And shout out to Thomas. He was going to be on the podcast also, but the family got flu shots. Uh, Mm. Wasn't that last week? 
he he texted me like a couple hours ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks for everybody who's been listening. Columbus, Ohio, Providence, Rhode Island, Ashburn, Ashburn, Virginia, Champaign, Illinois, Bend, Oregon, London, England, San Jose, California. San Jose State is playing Eastern Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Barcelona, Spain. Sorry, Spain. You lost at soccer. Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. South Korea. No, they lost to Morocco. They lost to Morocco. Morocco. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all in on Morocco. Yeah, me too. I'm excited about that. Um, Yep. The last chance to not have a European or South American champion. Exactly. Which is not like that they're probably going to lose. But Go Morocco. Like, let's go. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. If I get my Twitter account back, follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook at Dump on the Ump, WordPress, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, let's talk about World Cup for like okay. a here because we talked last week about World Cup about how neither of us are actually fans of it. Right. But Morocco beat Spain, so they're the last non-European, non-South um, American, South American left in the in the tournament. Portugal yeah. crushed Switzerland six to one, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I actually watched that game. What happened? Uh, who'd they play? Switzerland? Yeah. Switzerland sucks. That's what happened. Oh, okay. God, they had no defense. It was terrible. Well, that's crazy that they got this far, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, it depends on the group, you know? Sure. For sure. a weak group, probably. I think they were, they came in second place to Brazil in their group, I think. Right. Okay, so we got kind of weird matchups for the Elite Eight. We got the Netherlands versus Argentina. Okay, guess you got to root for Argentina on that one. Uh, we got Croatia versus Brazil. Croatia? We got England versus France, which should be fun. Fuck both of them. Right? Like 100 years yeah. ago? like. <clears throat> Like, no two countries have gone to war against each other more than England and France. And France, yeah. There's no love lost there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that matchup. And then Morocco versus Portugal. Morocco. Yeah, let's go Morocco. So the interesting thing about this um, Portugal game, though, is that... Ronaldo was benched. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did. And I had questions about that. And they started this like young guy over Ronaldo and he scored three goals. So <clears throat> did not look good for Ronaldo in that scenario. Well, isn't he getting kind of old? Uh yeah, he is getting kind of old. But the reason he was benched wasn't because I mean I think he's still a top footballer as they say 
Um, I think that the reason he was benched is because he got in a fight with the coach. That's what I heard. Oh, interesting. Because he got they substituted for him at the end of the previous match, and he was not pleased about that. Well, well. so then they put this young guy in, and he scored three goals. Yeah. Like, shut up, Ronaldo, and sit the fuck down. Yeah, sit the fuck down, Ronaldo. Yeah. Take your $207 million a year and take a hike. It, yeah. Did we talk about that on the podcast yet? What? How much soccer players get, get paid? No, how much Ronaldo's about to get paid? Oh, no, is he? I didn't know who, who signed him. I sent you the thing with that hilarious caption. I thought you were going to tweet it. Uh, well, I can't because I'm suspended. Let me look at it. Well, yeah, but you could a couple days ago when I sent it to you. Anyway, Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo, probably the second most famous soccer player in the world, got pushed his way out of his contract playing for Manchester City. And I don't know how much he was getting paid there, but the reason that he did it is because a Saudi Arabian soccer team offered him a two and a half year contract worth 500 and something million dollars. Right. Sorry, gonna, euros, not he's, dollars. He's going to make $200 million a year. 200 and like 17 million euros a year. Jesus Christ. And so I sent you that article with the caption, I hope Trey Turner, this makes Trey Turner look like a little bitch. I don't know if you remember that. Because no. he had just signed an 11-year contract for $300 million. Not euros. <laughs> Not euros. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. That's insane, dude. It's a lot of money. More than half a billion euros for Ronaldo two and a half years. is a free, He's thirty-seven. Yep, so he's our age. Yep, yeah, younger. Mm. Uh, but that's old. So old. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half years, five hundred and seventeen million dollars for playing thirty months in this in Saudi Arabia. Seventeen million dollars per month. Jesus fucking Christ. Sorry, you keep saying dollars, but it's euros. I know. I'm looking at NBCSports.com, which is reporting dollars. But Uh, I guess they're pretty close right now, anyway. They've been close for a while, but yeah, euros are still more. That's fucked up, man. Like, there's lots of reasons to be angry at Saudi Arabia right now, right? Uh huh. This may, sure. this may not be in the top 10, but I'm angry at Saudi Arabia about this right now. <clears throat> it's pretty obscene. Right. Right. Like, he he's past his prime. Portugal sat him, and their dude scored six goals. Three goals. Whatever. Yep. Well, you know, it's a publicity thing, obviously. Because he is, he's like the second most famous soccer player in the world. After who? Messi? Messi's got to be the most famous, I think. Who you got for this England versus France match? I haven't really seen either of them play, honestly. I think I'm going to France, I guess. 
Yeah, I think I'm going with France. Yeah. Les Bleus. And also, I just like to see England lose. I don't like England. This right. Concept nation or soccer team. <laughs> the concept of England you don't like? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I think that the it's the World Cup is fun because it's Europe and then the colony, all of their colonies. The colony, you know, it's like yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the colonies can never actually win, which sucks. Well, no, South America wins, though. Yeah. Not in a while. Europe has won, like, four or five in a row now. Really? Yeah. I think I think the last, uh, I think Brazil <sighs> won in 2000, and that's the last time a non-European country has won. And like you said, in the entire history of the World Cup, only European and South South American countries have won. Uh, yeah. Or O2. Brazil won in O2. No, no, O2 was when Italy won. Italy won. I think you got to go back to 1998 to see uh, uh, Brazil win. I feel like Argentina won more recently than that. I, I, you know, I thought so too, but I think that's kind of the big like people shitting on Messi whether he deserves it or not. Is that right? He never won a World Cup for Argentina. Okay, France, Germany, Spain, Italy, Brazil in two thousand two. The last. Oh, okay, so Brazil won in two thousand two. So that's the last time a non-European um, country won. And it was Brazil who is kind of the favorite. I think Brazil probably should be the favorite right now, right? They're playing good ball. They're yeah. the most successful team. Right. Yeah, Pele. Five World Cup championships. Brazil? Yep. That's a lot, because there's only been yep. one. I mean, it's been around since, like, the end of World War II, so there's probably been, like, 15 World Cups or something like that. It started in 1930. Oh, really? I thought it started after that. Here we go. But Uruguay, I forget that it's Uruguay. the 22nd one. Yeah, I forget that Uruguay was like a dominant team early in soccer. Uh, one of my favorite things, I don't think I mentioned this last week, is that Ghana hates Uruguay. Like they've got Why? with each other. Uh, because in like 2006 or something. Oh, the guy who bit him? No, no, not the guy who bit him. Ghana was about to win, and a Uruguayan player, I don't know if they're called the Uruguayan, just hit the ball down with his hand. Like, just did a blatant hand, like, just slapped the ball down. And he got a penalty, but he still saved the goal, and Uruguay went on to win that game. And so Ghana... What? I said, oh, dang. Yeah, so Ghana like hates Uruguay right now, which I think is hilarious. Um, and so Uruguay beat Ghana, but not by enough to advance 
to the next round because of gold differential. And the Ghanaian fans were like super psyched at the end of the match that even though they lost, they still stopped Uruguay from advancing because they hate Uruguay. <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit I can expect. France, Germany, Spain, Italy. So Brazil won in 02. Okay. France won in 98. Brazil won in 94. West Germany? What the fuck is West Germany? That was during the Soviet era. Gotcha. No, I know. Anyway, go Morocco. If Morocco's out, I think I'm getting on the France bandwagon, but we'll see what happens. God, we're rooting for the colonists. Well, after, I I don't like, I'm not, as opposed to Brazil and Argentina, you're going for the South American teams? Yeah, Brazil, probably. You're going for Brazil? Probably. Yeah. West Germany won a couple of times. They were good. Okay. Can't root for the colonists, Joel. That's all I'm saying. I'm fine with that. Like, Brazil and Argentina are chock full of Nazis, Sam. Like, that's where all these <clears throat> went to go hide. So, I'm not going to root for them. Yeah, so was France, though. True. Like, they literally almost elected a Nazi. Brazil did elect a Nazi. Bolsonaro. Yeah. I don't know about Argentina. I have no idea. I have no knowledge of Argentinian domestic politics right now. Although I was really excited about Argentina versus Australia. I think Argentina beat Australia in the last round, but that's like, yeah, but that was like the stake off. Like which country has the best beef, Argentina or Australia? Oh. Well, it's Japan, really. Is it? Yeah. That's all that crazy. They like massage the cows and they never step on a rock. You know what I mean? They like live in these like gardens and are just massaged and fed beer. And They feed the cows beer? Yeah. That seems like a bad idea. Anyway, you end up with a steak that costs like Thirty dollars an ounce, or something like that. It's really you know? fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, it's pretty good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll give you those soccer hot takes again next week. Let's see what happens. Um, but let's talk about some baseball free agency. A lot has sure. happened. Uh, Sam, tell me about the Boston Red Sox. What are they up to right now? They had a pretty busy, um, you know, High and Bloom's under a lot of, catching a lot of heat, especially from the Boston Globe. Um, And, you know, the Boston sports media is both very, uh, what's the word, good and also like a huge machine. Yeah, um, because people in the Boston and surrounding area really care about sports a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
So, and you know, they're trying to re-sign Bogarts. Hasn't happened yet. Don't expect it to happen soon. Okay. Um, uh, I because he he's a Scott Boris guy, so I expect that you know maybe Carlos Correa will come off the board. Also, Scott Boris guy, and okay. then and then Bogarts will be. There's a lot of teams looking for a shortstop and looking to spend money on the shortstop this year. That's so, true. Yeah. Um, I feel like the, you know, they'll probably wait the market out for a while. Um, but apparently the Red Sox are actually making a run at them, which is good because I didn't expect them to do that. Right. Um, so that's the number one offseason priority. But there was just a lot of, like, they hadn't made Bogarts a competitive, competitive offer. Apparently they have now. Um, but the press was really dragging High and Bloom through the ringer. But just today, they signed Henley Jensen, who's like a hundred years old, but led the National League in saves last year with forty-one. And then they signed this guy, uh, Japanese outfielder Masataka Yoshida, who is uh, he's twenty-nine years old. He's the number one OPS guy um, in the Japanese baseball league. Uh, he hits for power and does not ever strike out. Um, his, this is a crazy stat. In his career, he has 307 strikeouts in 3,251 plate appearances. What position Which, is he playing? Uh, corner outfield. I think that they're pegging him for potentially leadoff hitter and playing left field. I think. Okay, that would be nice. Yeah. Because, um, you know, he's got good power, but it's not, he doesn't hit a ton of home runs. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of doubles. Um, and is apparently a average to below average fielder okay Uh, but he's a he's a serious batsman apparently so i mean the career seven seasons is a career 326 hitter Mm -hmm. um and uh doesn't strike out and they paid him uh 90 million over five years and then in addition to that they had to pay a 15 million dollar Hosting fee. Sure, sure. <clears throat> um, Boston is at least making a move right now. Right. Because yeah. um, there's been a lot of a lot of mud being slung and high and bloom. Sure. From myself as well. Exactly. Of sports media. Yeah. A lot of again, you so anyway, I feel like he's he's feeling the heat. Uh, uh, well, they had, they like came into the off season with one hundred million dollars to spend before they even got to the first luxury tax threshold. Right. Um, so, I think that they've spent a little more than half of that now. I think they've spent about sixty million dollars on three relievers, um, and well. Three relievers and this guy, uh, 
Yoshida. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we got to talk a little bit about Aaron Judge. And I don't really have a hot take about this. Aaron Judge was signed by the Yankees. I'm reading nine years, $360 million. Right. Which is For a lot. For those of you math in, uh, people get it not good at math. That's $40 million a year. That's a lot of money. Four uh, zero. There was a lot of talk that he was going to go to the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Let's, let, let, let's talk about that. Because yeah. that one dude tweeted it. John Hanks freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> and he was wrong. Yeah. He's and, then they, and then he didn't go to the Giants. And now the Giants fan base is so upset. <laughs> God damn it, John Haven. Why are you so bad at your fucking job? Oh, God. I loved that. <laughs> um, the thing I realized, though, when he did tweet that is that I was at least subconsciously rooting for Judge to leave the Yankees. Me so too. that the Yankees fan base could have the sort of feeling in their stomach right now that the San Francisco Giants fan base has. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it makes sense that he's staying in with the Yankees. Like you've you've been saying this for months now, honestly. They're overpaying for him. Like nine well, yeah. years. Well, like- for his on-field performance, I would say they're overpaying. Yeah, I would say they'll probably make their money back in his star power. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, but they better fucking win a World Series. They're not going to. Yeah, I'd mean, be really looking forward to when they're holding that $40 million a year price tag in like five years when his knees don't work anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Although that's a hater thing to say, Sam. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hater. Yeah, you are a hater. That's what I like about I you. Mean, that was part. That was, I was split on whether I was rooting for him to leave the Yankees or stay with the Yankees for that reason. Sure. No, I would have, I I probably, and I hate to admit this, I probably would have rooted for him on the Giants. Yeah. I probably would have rooted for him to beat the Yankees in the World Series. In the World Series? <laughs> Giants versus Yankees yeah. World Series? Yeah, exactly. And then he hits like a million home runs and they go home and they sweep the Yankees. That would be amazing. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> Okay, I want to talk for just a second about teams overpaying, sorry, for players. So uh, the Red Sox, you you already mentioned this, Kenley Jensen, two years, $32 million. Now, you don't hate that. Right. But, like, again, he's he's old, $16 million a year. Yeah, uh, that's true. We haven't had a close, closer in years, though. So mm-hmm. it'll be nice to have somebody back there mm-hmm. who can kind of put an end to the game. And, you know, he's an old guy, but he's uh, kind of proven in his career that he's adaptable to 
because you know he used to throw 100 miles an hour he doesn't do that anymore um and he's was as effective last year as he was ever yeah you know the red sox had i think 60 something save opportunities last year and blew about half of them yeah and um or maybe more and then you know kenley jensen had 41 saves in 48 attempts, which is like, you know, we had a closer last year who could close games reliably, like we would have been in contention for a wild card spot, you know? Yeah. So, and we got a setup guy too. I can't remember his name, Martin, something Martin. Um, so, you know, if we, have a solid back end of the bullpen over the next two years, that could be huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who signed uh, Taiwan Walker? The Phillies, I believe. Oh, the Phillies are opening the checkbook. I don't understand how they have any money left. Yeah, because they spent so much on Bryce Harper, but they got Walker. Bryce Harper. Yeah. Uh, I was just reading they they've made a huge free agent deal every year for the past five years, and it's kind of paying off for them. I mean, well, they went to the World, World Series. We made the World Series last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they Zach, also so it was Bryce Harper, Zach Wheeler, um, what's his name? Who used to play for the Cubs and the Red Sox last year? They signed them. Who hits all the home runs? Why am I blanking on this guy's oh, name? Yeah, Schwarber. Right, Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. They signed last year to a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then Trey Turner this year. And Trey Turner, that's the one I was blanking on. I mean, good for the Phillies. That's kind of fucking crazy. Oh, and JT Real Muto. Right, and JT Real Muto, who they've had for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we talk? I don't think we talked about this last week of DeGrom to Texas and Verlander to the Mets. Right. How do you feel about that? Both of those, the, well, you know, Verlander will probably provide value on his contract, but <clears throat> I mean, that's a huge gamble on Jacob DeGrom. Oh my God. I think the Texas I mean, is stupid. I mean, I, I mean, whatever. When he's healthy, he's the best pitcher in the world. And sure. probably, like, the best pitcher in a generation of pitchers, you know? Right. Um, no like, he's better than Clayton Kershaw, probably. Yeah. Um, at their best both of them at their best DeGrom, I would probably rather have DeGrom in a one game show showdown you know right. um, and who else I mean Pedro Martinez no but that I would say that's last generation I'd say well, that's, that's what a, I'm saying how far yeah. back you have to go I mean Verlander DeGrom shows of Strasbourg Granky, possibly. Like yeah. we we talked about I think, this. I think it's Degrom. 
You think it's yeah. I mean, but he's not healthy. Him. That's the thing. He can't stay healthy. That we're in a golden age of starting pitching. Right. Maybe ending. Or we were. We were, yeah. Yeah. 2016 to 2020, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Verlander won the yeah, like this year, but. 20, 2010 to the pandemic, say. Yeah. Yeah. Golden age of Maybe. Pitching. Or not quite for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but anyway, that it's a it's a lot of money and a lot of time for a guy who can't stay healthy and isn't doesn't have the reputation much as being a, a leader, you know. Yeah, how much do you put stock in that though? I mean, uh, with a pitcher, I actually think about this a lot because I'm a White Sox fan. The White Sox fucking suck. They've signed Matt Clevenger, which fine, great, good. Uh, but how much does a pitcher, how much influence does a pitcher have as a leadership guy in the clubhouse, given that he's going to pitch one out of every five games? Well, I feel like on the pitching staff, you could have a pretty serious impact. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like a guy like Mad Dog Max Scherzer probably has a team-wide effect because uh-huh. he's so fucking crazy. He is crazy. I like that. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, you know, especially if you're like somebody like DeGrom, who's better than everybody else, like you could be helping out the young guys and, you know. Yeah, but you're quite... I don't think he does that. No, I don't think he does that either. I guess I don't get I on think... that. I'd rather have... If I'm the Mets and I still had to go on, which I don't anymore, like I'd rather have Peter Alonso be my leader than Jacob to go up. But you can't have him be your leader in the bullpen or right, during right. pitching practice. Right, I'm talking team wide, but yeah, right. True, 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 true. Polar bear Pete. Yeah, I like that guy. He's okay. Oh, uh, I'll give you this hot take, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, I had a hot take a couple of days ago. Only if I was a general manager of a baseball team, fucking only sign first baseman. And then let the manager figure it out. Just get every first baseman in the fucking league on your team. Pete Alonzo. Oh, this is because of the Cleveland Guardians. This was this was motivated. You and I were actually texting about this when the Guardians signed Josh Bell to a pretty sweet deal. Right. And we were like, well, they've got a first baseman, Josh Naylor. And that got me thinking, just build an entire fucking team out of first baseman. Josh Bell, Josh Naylor, Jose Abreu, Pete Alonso, Freddie Freeman, Matt Olsen. Like, you could, like, you could build Vladimir a- Guerrero Jr., did you say that? Vladimir Guerrero Jr., yeah, exactly. Like he's the best one. Yeah, exactly. You're going to win every game 13 to 12. 
Well, who pitches? Do you have pitchers or it's just uh, Anthony Wizzo? Wizzo pitches. Anthony Wizzo. Right. Every game. <laughs> and just so that he can get shelled and destroyed psychologically. He'd love it. He'd fucking love it. He would love to have a 9 9 EOA. <laughs> Something ridiculous like that. Uh, who else? I had a couple of other really good post base. Oh, Miguel Cabrera in the nine spot. Like, right. fuck yes. That's what I'm talking about. Who's first baseman for the Dodgers? Justin Turner? No. I have no um, idea. Wouldn't it be Max Muncy? Max Muncy? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh do the Red Sox need to make any any more moves? Oh my god, so many. Yeah. We need a starting pitcher, at least one. I you know, I feel like adding those relievers frees up a couple of our young guys who were in the bullpen last year to be starting pitchers this year, which could be good. Um we have Garrett Whitlock, who's been our kind of best reliever for the past couple of seasons, moving to the rotation. Guy Tanner Houck, yep, who can move to the rotation or be a long reliever. Um, in theory, Chris Sale will be back at the beginning of this season, and uh, James Paxton. Yeah. Um, but we don't really, huh? Yeah. Bunch of cyborgs on your team. A bunch of dudes like with their arms. Yeah, that's, that's the high and bloom way. Yeah. Um, but we don't really have an ace. I mean, you know, Chris Sale could come back and still be really good. He could be. That guy's a weird beast. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that he will. Uh, sure. He hasn't been able to stay on the field. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't really his fault last year because he was pitching. And he pitched, like, two really good games and threw, like, one pitch at in his third game, and they hit the ball right back at him, hit him, and broke his hands. You know what I mean? Like, that's a freak accident. Yeah. But yeah. even still, um, I don't feel like you can kind of lean on that. Right. So we need a, so we need a starter. Our catching situation is pretty bad. And really kind of like what's been the Achilles heel of our freaking baseball team, our, not our baseball team, our offense the past couple of years has been like the eight, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, bottom mm-hmm. of the lineup is just like guaranteed out. Jaron Duran and fucking Bobby Dahlbeck striking out back to back to end the inning every single inning. Um, you can't get any rallies going that way. So um, we just need some people at the back of the lineup who are not guaranteed out. Um, and I don't know. I mean, our offense is, you know, if we can re-sign Bogarts with what we have now, our offense will be okay. We'll be fine. Um, we need a DH, which we don't have. Um, but it'll be okay. But it would be good to, Upgraded catcher, upgrade. You know, get another outfielder who can DH also, or someone else who can DH. Um, 
but mostly starting pitching we need, I think, at this point. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, that sounds bad, dude. That sounds like the Red Sox, unless they figure some shit out, that they're going for another last place finish in the AL East. Yeah. Yep. The Orioles um, are going to be But, good. you know, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, is that the Red Sox have at least shown so far that they're willing to, like, make some upgrades in some areas that involve spending money, which they haven't in the past couple of years. So. True. Yeah. So we'll but see. Still a lot to go through. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Chicago White Sox. They're pissing me. We well, haven't done anything. They haven't done anything. Yeah. Just and they gonna, signed Clevenger. That's it. They signed Clevenger. No. They're just going to sit there. They're not going to make a move for fucking anybody because that's what they do. I would have loved to have Trey Turner on this team. I would have loved to have Aaron Judge. You know. Well, where does he play? Second base? Yeah, make him play second base. He can play second base. Like, why not? They should have kept Jose Abreu. I'm still mad at them for letting him walk. And you, you know yeah. what I read just today or yesterday is that the biggest free agent deal the White Sox have given up in the last whatever eight Rondall. years has been Yosemite Rondal. It's whatever seventy eight million dollars for eight six years. years or something, eight years. And he's he's cooked. I I think he's done. I I don't think the other guys I like. I still like Moncada. I still like Abreu. But I'm like, and I loved Yasmani Grandal. He was great for us for like two seasons. Now I'm like, this guy, he is shot. He is done as a high-level professional baseball player. Um, well, he could maybe pick it, turn it around. We'll see. I mean, and we don't really have a like. Our other catchy is Sebi Zavala, who's fine, like average, like mediocre. I got nothing against him, but right. not good. So he's not bad, but he's not good either. Yeah, they need to figure out catcher. They need to figure out their outfield. They need more starting pitching. Like the White Sox are a hot mess right now. And that, it got me very sad because uh, this should be the, the height of their window. Right now, right. I don't want to fucking talk about it. Um, uh, tonight's the seventh. We got two more weeks until Christmas. I'm gonna go to Oregon for Christmas, which is, will be nice. See, see the family. Uh, two so weeks, man. I'm gonna do some shopping. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm a horrible online shopper, and I can't. I know. Like, back go out, go day, out to stores. Back in the fucking day, you go to the store on December twenty second and buy the thing, but now you have to like plan ahead. Right. Well, I was, you know, I liked, I like buying gifts for people. You know what I mean? Like that's. No. Um, me- but I like to go to the store. You know, I like to go to places and. As and get to things, yeah. yeah. But I can't do that because of my cancer. So, sure. so actually, you should, or rather, my cancer treatment. I can't. So, but you should just 
stay inside and buy on. But like, can you can you avoid Amazon.com? That's the question. Not really. One time I tried to buy my niece like a bunch of books and I went to like a, a independent bookseller website. I got the wrong yeah. books. I got oh, really? <clears throat> well, the problem that I've run into is that like, if you don't order on Amazon, you really run the risk of not getting your packages before Christmas. Exactly. And it doesn't, yeah. and it doesn't matter when you order your stuff. Right. Like. <laughs> you order stuff now and it's like eh, maybe first week of January it'll get there <laughs> oh man all right so we still got a uh, free agency coming up uh I I don't have any NFL hot takes do you have any NFL hot takes I don't even know what's going on yeah me either uh the, the Mariners Giants have made some moves right Giants and Washington tied on Monday Night Football Ooh. What is this fucking soccer? Yeah, exactly. So we'll we can talk about that. Uh we'll get some guests on and then let's do book club and, and transition into full cold ass off season. Right. Uh yeah, things will probably slow down on the hot stove now that the winter meetings are over, I would have guessed, but I don't know. Yeah, I want still some to, big uh, names out there. I want to do a college football podcast after the Rose Bowl. Uh, okay. And then we got the long dark winter. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We might take some weeks off. Maybe not. He can find shit to talk about. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. those top of the crock. And top of the crock. I got some cream of chicken soup that I made in the crock yesterday and I haven't tried yet. And I am a little concerned, but I'm going to try it. it. Smelled really good. Uh, but I kind of just threw everything I had in my fridge, and we'll see what happens. I'm unconvinced. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks so much for listening. This has been uh, Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Hopefully, Elon Musk unsuspends me from Twitter so we can talk on Twitter again and get our friends back on the podcast. Until then, listen to us on all of your uh, applications where you get podcasts. That includes Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. You can contact us on Facebook and or we have a WordPress, WordPress blog. Thank you so much for listening. Please continue to do so. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. Sweet babe, I'm going to leave me and the time is on.